Don't blame the coffee. I think just to sometimes the your... labels weren't facing me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I feel like your everyday synapses going off in your head. Sometimes it's like that. Um, it's like a six cylinder car with a bunch of spark plugs that don't fire. You know, it, it runs. They they fire on the right track. My track is in that room and in the exam room. I'm telling you, like that's where most of all my efforts is going. No, I get that. I, I, I completely, you know, I get it. But, like, um, you you have kind of, I feel like um, it's like you and Jen's kind of generational thing where it is like a bit of, like, life ADD. Because you can't sit still. Me? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, like, you, you're, you're always moving. You're always, like, in motion, right? And I'm pretty sure you were one of those kids, like, in elementary school, like, that always just couldn't sit still in their fucking seat because... I can't remember, but I know when I study, I can't... I'm surprised I sat in the house for as long as I did the past however many days it was. Usually I need another environment to stimulate my learning. So if I see the same thing over and over again, then I get even more... Jittery and can't sit still, which is, I think, why I went out to the park today. All right. I think that gave me another little buffer, but I think I might leave tomorrow morning. All right. I mean, that's that's understandable and all, but I don't know. It's, it's, because I see it with Jed, right? Um, She can color and stay focused, Mm -hmm. but yet the moment an external stimulus hits her, it's it. That's it. It's like she's on her phone. She's she's searching through Spotify for the right song, and then she never finishes anything. So like any time she goes to the Syracuse, and her mom starts her off on a new fucking dumbass money wasting art thing. Art <laughs> like first it was coloring, then it was like this. Now it's like diamond artwork, like these little plastic jewels that you just glue, and she always brings this shit down. Bedazzle. And I'm like, yeah, kind of like bedazzling, but like it's it's to a it's like coloring with little plastic jewels, right? Mm-hmm. And it looks good. But like, bitch, why you bring that garbage down here? It, we don't have any storage. Oh, I'm going to do it. Nigga, no, you ain't. No, you ain't. You brought that shit back for a year now. You don't even know where it is. I fucking tossed it into a corner. Well, that's a good notion. I mean, it's better that than being, you know, constantly looking to your phone to entertain you. You know, coloring, bejeweling. 
Yeah, but, shave your pubes. But the thing... <laughs> Whatever you got as a hobby. I like it's shaving better, pubes. It's, be, it's better than but, fucking... But the thing is that it's like, in order for... Because of the situation, like, like we just have a bigger box than you do, mm-hmm. right? So in order for her to set up something for fucking... It, 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 they take up an entire kitchen table when they do that shit in Syracuse. We ain't got that kind of luxury yeah, no. in, in New York City, man. We're literally on top of one another. But... I don't know. Oh, um, I'm hoping this Hazard 4 Bandolier is going to be worth it. I I, so. I I really am because um, I am using the fucking insert for for not what its intended purpose is. It could be. That's why it's got the handle on it. I guess. Yeah, I guess. But the thing is that it's like if for an OCD overnight packer, it works out pretty nice. I think... It's going to serve real well inside the car. If you have a vehicle, I'm going to set it like that. A vehicle? I think no. it's great to throw it inside. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but to constantly have it at, you know, as like a little tote or whatever, oh, carry geez. it around, that'd be a little annoying. But I think in the car is awesome. But the thing is... Going from place to place. But stuffed inside, like, for what it's intended purpose as an insert. Um, no. You're you're basically turning the Plan B into not a bug out bag, but an OCD dreamer's bag. And as much as I'm OCD about packing, yeah, no, it fucking once you put that insert in there, it just looks like I look after we walk out of dim sum, just like, unwieldy, unruly, all fucking all woed just, out, just all woed out. Yeah, but the thing is that like you and I. I mean, I know you have pushed the plan, your plan B without the insert to its max potential, right? Yeah. Like you filled it to the gills. I've never filled it to the gills. I don't like that weirdo feeling of a giant overly filled bag. I have two fishy sticks on either side of it's, it. it well, okay. Well, two that, cans of wine, four cans of beer. Well, that's cool. but the thing, Tackle boxes. Yeah, but that, that's the life you kind of live. Like, I wouldn't be able to do that with the insert though. No. But it's not just that, though, it's right? It's like the answer it gives it more hindrance when you put it in. Exactly. And the plan B, if you minimize how you pack and you really be smart about how you pack, right? That thing is like literally a loving girlfriend. Just yeah. always wrapping her arm around you. Yeah. And like when you're in New York City, the last thing you need is a giant rectangle on your back, you know, on the subway. Yeah. Someone's just going to be like. <sighs> and I'm going to be like, what? Your bag hit me. I'm sorry. I deserve it. I spent sixty dollars on. I'm just. I'm just I, trying, I, I need to I'm use just it. Trying to feel better. Now, the way I see the bandolier is a supplemental bag. Like, um, it, it's gonna fall in the same category as the uh, the the cadet, the calm cadet. Yeah, I feel like it's either that or if I'm running cross country again but uh, i stick my ipad inside my luggage bag and while i get onto the plane i can just pull my ipad out god i wish it would just fit in there the the, the bandolier yeah. it's not gonna there's no way it's, it's smaller than a cadet dimensions wise it's really? smaller yeah wow yeah i'll be lucky if i can fit my gun in there my i pistol yeah because it's supposed to accommodate a concealed carry subcompact gun. But 
I still want to see what it looks like. And oh see yeah, what I can do. It, uh, well, you're gonna see it before I will because it'll be here Tuesday, and I'm not here Tuesday again. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be here Tuesday. If it gets here, no, I'm not gonna unbox there. Why? It's you. It's you. Why? Why? Just, it's, just... it's half the fun. Open it up on your box. Well, I remember coming back from Arizona, opening up that fucking insert, and I was like, oh. <laughs> but um, the bandolier, I see myself, if I ever get a Nintendo Switch, yeah. right, it would be that, my vape, two vape batteries, a small vape bottle, a battery pack, wires. That's about it. Maybe some snacks. Where are you going? The thing that's the thing is anytime me and Jen go like yeah. shopping is by car. So uh, there'd be no point for me to even take it. But I see myself using it um like let's say I want to challenge myself and be like, fuck it. I'm just gonna roll with this, wear my Bluetooth headphones on my head, and travel somewhere. Like, you know, the next time they ship me out further away I'm on a plane. Put my iPad in the duffel bag that I have all my clothes in and roll with a nice chest bag, like the bandolier. Well, yeah, either, or, I'm not sure if you just said this, the duffel and the bandolier and no other bag. Yeah, that's what I just said. Alright. Is the beer hitting you already? A little bit. (laughs) I see that as a way to go, because... Then you'd have to leave your um, iPad... In the hotel room. See, that's that's a part of me was thinking one thing, right? Um, there's a lot of Molly iPad briefcases mm-hmm. that you that are designed to clip onto D rings and, and shit like that. It might be a little unwieldy. It would be. It would be like one of those. Uh, what do you call those medieval things? Like a mace. Yeah, yeah it might be. It might end up like <laughs> But. No, I would I would keep it like let's say I don't trust my duffel bag in because there's no levels of protection and you've seen what stewardesses uh, flight attendants do they yes they I'm literally fucking, fucking R- they RKO that fucking bag into the st- you're like what the fuck you know um, so if I were to bring if I were to do just a bandolier my duffel bag for travel I would put my iPad in like a protective sleeve or. Um, a Molly briefcase so that mm-hmm. I can be like, look, bitch, that thing is like $1,200, all right? If if it comes out broken, I'm literally going to slaughter everybody on this plane. You know, I don't care. With my dental pick, I will fucking kill everyone here with a dental pick. My nail clippers. <laughs> my nail clippers. Yeah, but, like, I, I see it as um, just a kind of fuck around town type of bag. Like, if my dad needs me to take him to the doctor's and I'm sitting there or he actually wants me to go in, I'll go in. And if I had, like, a Nintendo Switch, I'll just break it out and be like, okay, I got some games here. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually looked I looked at possibly getting a Nintendo Switch, you know, like, after the New Year. Maybe there'll be, like, New Year sales to light. And I was like, it would just live in my bag because, like, I wouldn't really play it at home because I got a fucking Xbox. So it would be a game, yeah. it would be, I found a couple of games when I was wandering around at Arizona Target, mm-hmm. that I was like, oh my god, I would love to have that just like, you know, for a game that you could just pick up, fuck around. Like what? And, um, there was like, like 
old school Tetris, but like modern. Um, like there was a couple of like open world games I saw there. I forgot what they were called. These are on cartridges. Yeah, it's still on cartridges, okay, yeah. but they don't fit in the the DS or yeah. oh, the old ones. But I feel like they're not cartridges. I feel like they're just SD cards put inside of a cartridge. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, damn, all these would be fucking fun as hell. And yeah, I can put it down and be like, all right, I I can pick it back up later. So the DS seems like it would be. A decent thing for me in the future but it's not needed because most of the time when i'm on a plane ipad bluetooth headphones gta 4 um, gta 4 i played that but uh gta san andreas i do have gta what was four uh wasn't it no was that four no that's nico bellic Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't have that one. If they have that one, if they ever come out with it, I don't care how much they, like, charge, I want it. They charged you? How much did that one cost? San um, San Andreas was six ninety nine. Wow, that's cool. You know? It looks better. Yeah, because they, they had to polish up the graphics and stuff like that. But, I mean, traveling, it's all about, like, economy of space and usage of said space right and as much as i love the envoy 13 there's a lot of space i don't use and the space i do use gets overfilled Mm -hmm. because like because it's a soft body bag once you start cramming things in different spots it starts to kind of whoa and bend in in different ways but i still love it don't get me wrong i I even got myself a new patch for it because i I just love brandishing things but um other than that I think that's it until Vanquest comes out. With... Oh shit, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say anything, but. What's the play on words here? I don't get it. Pro choice. For guns? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I would also believe in pro choice for, for abortions and shit right. like that. But, um, uh, <laughs> like, I got a little bit of a scoop that Vanquest was going to put out something like an urban sling bag or day bag. And if they come out with something that. Goes along with the fucking the the Cobra GT strap. Fuck, I I'm gifting you the bandolier. <laughs> I'm just gonna be a Vanquest fanboy, and I'm just gonna stop buying bags. Like this really neutralized a lot of it. A lot of it because like instead of four bags, you only got two. More. Yeah, but the thing is, I I have nothing else to fucking say. I can't bitch about anything else. She's not too big. She's not too small. She literally carries everything I need. Yeah. And she just is always there. I don't talk about that. But the, what's that little? What's that fairy tale? The the the, the Goldilocks and the Goldie three birds. Yeah. <laughs> really? Is that what you want? Here you go. Yeah, but other than that, um, well, I'm kind of looking forward to getting this job done, getting some money, kind of banked. Um, Trying to move out of this joint, and that's the other thing that might <sighs> cause you to reevaluate what bag suits you when. What's another thing? No, I'm saying that could be another thing if, you, if or when or whatever, you go to have your own place. I wonder how that's going to change, you know, your 
you're like moving around like what do you do with Jen where do you drive you know what I'm saying are you going to be taking more walks is that going to change your lifestyle in any way and if you change your lifestyle then will you be well, caused to put new or old bags into the rotation no um, if the bandolier lives up to the hype that were, were the pictures stated to be and if VanQuest comes out with their day sling type thing and it works out really well, um, I would need basically two or three bags, mm-hmm. right? Le- legitimately, if we're not going to bullshit, it's going to be the Duffel Travel. Yeah. It's going to be the Envoy 13 mm-hmm. and a there's a slot for the day sling. Something light, small, carries a subcompact pistol and a couple of other things. And that I can wield around without, a, like, having extra issues. You carry your pistol anywhere? I do, but the thing is that um, because I don't have a butt, it weighs my fucking pants down. And all my pants are too big now. I'm saying you don't put it in the bag? What the fuck was that? It sounded like a door latch. Huh. But, um, I, I do, but... You do carry it in the bag? Um, when I have a bag, I will carry it in the bag. Okay. Does it have a dedicated holster? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's what came with the Envoy 3. That's cool. Because like, that, that cop guy <laughs> sent it. But um, oh, was the plastic one? No, it's uh, it's a Velcro-y thing that fits any pistol, oh, size okay. pistol in the magazine. But would I feel like Upon moving, I feel like I'm going to be walking more. Yeah, why do you say that? Well, also, I feel like, A, because Jen's car, if we don't negotiate with a parking spot in the driveway and pay my parents for it, yeah. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to constantly move and park on the street and do that whole, yeah. yeah. And you know how it is in New York City. Once you find a parking space, you don't fucking leave it yeah. unless you have to. So, um, I might actually... What are you saying? Leave Jen's car here? If we can't right. negotiate paying a monthly thing, then yes, we're going to have to fucking park it on the street. Damn, your parents got a month. They'll month do it. I, I mean, I, I'll want to offer so that they'll have some monetary... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but... I'm getting some peanuts. I fell. Well, I, I don't even... I don't want to talk about it. Like, how... I, I fold. Okay. I fold. I'm not judging you. You know, I judged you before for being a bitch, but um, I feel like I might buy uh, a bike that I can stick like the dogs in the front of or some oh, shit. God, who worries not about that? Well, no, like okay, I know you've seen those those delivery tripedal tripedal bikes, right? Why uh-huh. would you pour right near to? <laughs> Um, I oh, feel I like your bike's so good. Well, I mean, once I get those, like that bike, yeah, and Jerry rig like a little plastic bin or some some little whatever, and it should be fine in the front of that thing. Yeah, and just ride along everywhere we go. Like if if even if it's to come here and help, like I feel us. like she might be better in the back. One of those tow behinds. Maybe yes or no. But I would still rather see her up front because she moves around a lot. Don't they have ones that go or that help? You know what I'm saying? Like a reverse 
trailer thing? Or I just make that up in my head? You know, like the delivery bikes with the three wheels up front. Yeah. Two wheels up front. That's what I want to get. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like a basket up front. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, name a basket. Find a basket that can hold 55 pounds of two oh, dogs. God. <laughs> <laughs> so. And if I'm going to be doing that, coming here to help out my parents, letting the dogs see them. I'm not carrying the envoy. The envoy would be too big. Yeah. So it would have to just be. Okay, so your lifestyle will change. No. Well, it will. It will, yeah. So your bags will have to change, mm-hmm. at least a little bit. Like I said, if the um, if Vanquist comes out with a sling bag, a day bag, or if the bandolier works out well, yeah. no. Okay. I mean, look. Other than me shoving my unwanted bags to you, you have your go-tos. Yeah, I got three. I mean... I have like five. <laughs> you have five. But I've only seen three lately. Because I use the Switch bag for paintball. Uh-huh. That's become a dedicated beat-up bag. Yeah. Your pillow was for your long, long travel. Yeah, that's a good airplane bag. Um, The plan B for your bullshit around the house. Yeah. Or Fish around the neighborhood, yoga. yeah. The dirtier things, yeah. stuff that you can just, I don't give a fuck, just throw it on the floor. The cadet, when the, I'm feeling like slightly with a nicer shirt on. Yeah, you you don't want to look like a scumbag or someone that's going to shoot up the club. <laughs> you know, and the Envoy 3, which is your fucking go-to. Yeah. And I still, like, every bag has its purpose. Like, you know, and... We'll see. We'll see how it is. Like, ultimately, I feel like getting out from here would be a good change of pace for me and Jen. It would kind of cause less stress. Because I'm pretty sure you notice, like, we're, we're like two friendly battleships that don't realize that we, the other ship is not the enemy. Uh-huh. And we just constantly throw fucking friendly fire at each other. It's because we're just caught up in the space, like... In the apartment, we played video games in different rooms. Yeah? Yeah, so we, uh, we, we can communicate better without hearing echo. Like if we, like how we played last night, we sat next to each other, there was constant echo. Yeah. So that's no good, right? And um, The physical space just gives you a little bit more mental space, too. Oh, yeah. As much as like we work, we live and work different lives, um, just... Having the after dinner, if she wanted to sit in a room and watch Disney TV, and I just wanted to fucking sit and watch like zombie horror flicks, yeah. we can't do that. No. You know, so but we did that in the apartment. And I think the physical space will give you a lot more reprieve. Let you guys breathe mentally the better. Oh more. my god, it's been like six, seven years now, man. You know, I don't know how she made it this long. For real. Kudos to her. Yeah. I mean, kudos to both of you, but... Well... I feel like that apartment's gonna be a sex den for the first two months. Maybe. (laughs) Fucking in the closets. Fucking in the kitchen. Just still running around fucking. 
Don't blame my food. No. It's gonna happen regardless. I told you. But other than that, I don't know. I mean, you were talking about sustained on-topic topics. Well, I guess you can segue. There you go. There's two. Maybe we switch topics every 15 minutes. We can cover the span for the next eight months. (laughs) Nah, man. We may or may not take a hiatus. We'll see. Don't don't lie to them. We're probably going to take a hiatus. No, no. Let's see. I like to play it by your case in point. This next topic. Okay. Because you brought it up earlier. About posting the photos I got on my on my camera. Yes. No. What is the hesitation? Well, no. I think... I think I resort back to Boyan. Okay. He... In some people's eyes, he may have like a bleak outlook. A bleak outlook? Yeah. About what? Just like, you know, what is the point of life? I mean, what's the point of any of it? I think, in okay. one respect, he's kind of right. You know, what is the point? You know, like, we're basically, you know, we're living kind of in a way, living to die, dying to live. It's just, what do you do in between those, between those two? Okay. What is the point of taking pictures and showing it to the world? You know, this these media and these, you know, kind of, uh, hey, look at me, here's how great my life is, here's what I've seen. Like, that, that shit didn't exist 10 years ago. No. Everyone's all about the fucking likes and, and the karma and everything else. I feel like, I don't know, I've always had an issue or at least had a hard time defining you know a performer and an observer okay you know like i feel like you can kind of only do one at a time either you're observing and taking photos or you're in it you're not paying attention you're just in the moment oh occasionally right. i'll pick up the camera and I'll be like all right this is cool you know i have to get myself in that mindset you can tell some of the photos you're like what the fuck was he doing here yeah i wasn't really in the mood i was trying to get in the mood Sometimes it works out and I wake up in that mood. But at the end of it all, I look at it I'm like, now what? Now I have to take more time out of my day to post it, to bring people's eyes to our page. And in that respect, that's probably the only thing that can come out of it, more eyes. But then again, it kind of goes back to kind of how this whole podcast got started. You know, it's kind of like it's self-serving in a way because you want to draw more attention to what you're doing. And again, why I'm having a hard time with it, like, Look at what I'm doing. Look how great my life is. See, my but, life really isn't. I mean, yes, it's it, interesting, but... It, it is, but see, here, here's why I find <clears throat> that kind of thinking in a way um, Boyan's thinking is, is it's a little... In my opinion, is off base, right? There's such a thing as sharing beauty. Okay. I, I don't... I don't share for the likes. Mm-hmm. Okay, those... Because when... When I first got into Arizona and I started hiking, I was so jazzed about how gorgeous everything is. And for people that would never get a chance to travel or, you know, just knuckle-dragging, everyday salt-of-the-earth people that will never leave the boundaries of New York City because mm-hmm. they just can't afford to... 
be able to see it. I never put myself in the pictures, mm-hmm. but I like I want I want someone to be like shit. Yeah, that's as breathtaking as I would feel at that moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I find it weird because like as much as you just said what you said right there, like you know observer or like a, a participant or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're also on Reddit watching funny videos and there's someone capturing someone doing something dumb right. or doing something funny. And it's it's a form of like I feel like social conscious entertainment, right? Yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily have to have a purpose. Now Boyan coming from the guy that is mostly I feel eighty percent of the time self destructive and twenty percent of the time uh kind of like a a emo goth preacher, where it's like, dude, get over yourself, okay? I get it. You you want to live that life. You are like a guy in a boat with one oar instead of two, and you're only making slow mm-hmm. word, slow forward circular fucking progress. That's fine if that's what you want to do. If you want to be that guy that says. Dump the other ore and burn the fucking boat. Do it then. Don't get a job. Literally live bohemian life. Jump from city to city. Don't 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 lug around your eighteen MacBooks, or or your your fucking Honda Civics. See, as much as I love Boyan, right? Because I do like him. He he's he's a he's a chill cat to chill with. I gotta call him out on his bullshit. Right, it's either you, either you get angry and say fuck it and live, like really close to earth and say fuck it to technology. Like, I I would love to find him texting you one day or calling you one day. Hey, I just bought a phone card. I'm in Romania right now and I'm I'm helping someone pitch fucking hay for mm-hmm. for the next month. I'm gonna be here next, not fucking sitting at a hookah bar. Dropping fucking thousands of dollars, playing with his dick and his sixteen MacBooks, and then going to fucking horror that night, and then bitch about life. You can't do both. Yeah, he's a victim of uh, not knowing what it is that will make him happy in the moment. I mean, that's fine. We, but I don't. I would say he's not into himself when you said you know you should get over yourself. I think he's just trying to find happy like the rest, happiness like the rest of us, or at least contentment. But I feel like contentment is about direction also, right? Um, because his job is outsourced now. And, and like, he's above the knowledge and pay grade of most... Like, I'm pretty sure he just wants a, he wants a job just to get some fucking bill, bills paid off and, and some, some burn money to go mm-hmm. have fun. And, but people are like, oh, you're way overqualified for this position. You know, like, you can probably run this fucking company, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's that's what happens when you get older and you're smart and you're good at what you do. Right. So either you do what I've done, hit the fucking reset button in my life and completely go a different way. Right. Would you have, would I have believed you in 2007, 2008, if you told me I'd be back in fucking Brooklyn... Being a security analyst, living with my parents and my girlfriend in a tiny ass box. Right. <laughs> no. If I told you I had something to do with guns and traveling, you'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe, yeah. It's not too far yeah. off. No, you know, but but that's the thing. Like, uh, 
we're also yes we do like to hit the reset button but we're also creatures of comfort yeah and we're, we're we we seek to what we know and some even in, in mild forms you know we can't go too off base especially yeah. in our older age it's harder to make changes but I mean, again, with the pictures, right? Like, there were a couple ones that didn't have you in there, right? And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, that's gorgeous. Like, I'm pretty sure I would only hope, I would only hope that when you finally, either it be a cabin that you clumsily built and off-grade. You said a camera? A cabin. A cabin. Clumsily built off-grid in, in some sort of, like, pasture place mm-hmm. where where you're sifting water and shit like that and, and boiling it. That would only hope one day when I come to visit, right, either it be that cabin or, like, a, a, a fucking apartment or a house, mm-hmm. that you have some of these printed out. Because if you don't have them, like, printed at least, like, an 8 by 10 in a frame... I'm going to smack you because some of them are gorgeous. I think a main reason why I took those is not really to post them and to show them to the world, but I took them to show them to close friends. Like, I still, I just don't have the time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> the people that, the people that house me along the way, I just want to, I've done it in the past. I basically just jump on Shutterfly or whatever the fuck and they do binded yeah. albums and basically tell a story with the pictures and I got some writings I can interject yeah. in between like that's 90% of the of the reason why I took those photos I never had I had them intent to put them on Instagram and okay. put them out to the world they probably could be yeah sure but I feel like a lot of it would be to say hey here's what I saw you were a part of it how cool was this? Yeah. Thank you. I mean, with with me, um, like that one of the last flights when um, I took that uh, Arizona sunset with the plane I like right that there. One a lot. I was like, I just stood there and I was just, holy fuck. And in my mind, I was like, man, look at what I'm doing. Look at what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if I only bring Jen along, would she appreciate what I'm looking at right now? Mm-hmm. I gotta take a picture of this. I gotta, I gotta show her. This is gorgeous. Like, like you saw, like some of the pictures that you took. There's nothing like a desert sunset. Yeah, no. The oranges isn't. and the reds and the yellows just pop. Something about the atmosphere out there just changes, yeah. or maybe unfilters. Yeah. The sun out of the way comes through. But like, as much as I can still get those yellows and reds in the city, there's that perpetual gray of buildings all over so yeah it, it would be an awesome like um composition of a picture where all those reds and stuff like that is juxtaposed to all the urban gray and, and shininess you know like that's cool mm-hmm. but like i'm not gonna hang this up in the art gallery so who gives a fuck you know like and also i found See, this is why I left Facebook, right? Like, as much as I keep it so that I can play some of the games that, like, Jen wants me to play with her. Um, Facebook has become a territory of 40, 50-year-olds that think they know better than the other. And they start being something that teenagers and 20-year-olds used to do. Yeah. Right? Now, I feel like Instagram was initially a place to share pictures and just 
short little writings about whatever. It's not that anymore. No, now it's about hawking product, um, girls getting on there, yeah. being half naked. And selling content, you know, like, uh, oh, PayPal me fifty bucks, and I'll I'll send you like ten videos of me playing with my pussy. I, I don't know I, what, why, why, how'd you get into my DMs, man? Like, what the fuck? You know, so like, that's it's always human nature to fuck shit up, and and as much as like I initially before Instagram just wiped my other account out, I literally any little thing that I'm like I found interesting. Even if it either it be my food or paintball or just riding around the city, the grit of things, I took a picture of it and just shared it mm-hmm. because it's like it's a story. It was all before we started doing this podcasting shit, mm-hmm. which only a handful of people get to at least hear, but still they hear, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like, like you said, it's self serving in, in a little bit of a way because this is self serving for people to hear us talk about our experiences and for instagram for me it's self-serving as people get to see what i saw here's why i differentiate i agree with podcasts more than i do with any other type of content is because i really appreciate the moment i appreciate the moment for what it is there's nothing more that irritates me more when you're at a live show see a band that you fucking love and everyone is just holding up their phones live streaming it or video yeah i hate those people a lot of people do it remember the last show i went to i just met some cat he Mm -hmm. wanted to fucking he got any you got any papers no i don't matter of fact hold on i think i got something else for you hold on a little one hitter we're just sitting there bullshit middle of a fucking packed ass room and at one point i just looked up and i was like there was no full not one patrick not one I was like, dude, look up right now. He goes, what? He's like, you see something missing? And the minute he looked up, someone pulled up a phone. I was like, motherfucker. (laughs) But I really am a strong believer of the moment. And I think why podcasts is an exception to that is because, yes, we're created a moment now. But it's also ephemeral in a way that can be played back. Mm-hmm. And people can interject, you know, their own consciousness when they listen to it. That's why sometimes I, just, I got my earbuds in walking down the street. You just see me fucking big ass smile because I heard Joey or fucking Joe Rogan or uh-huh. saying something really fucking stupid. I'm just giggling out loud. You almost interject yourself into that space and time. Okay. Especially when you put two buds in, you're just sitting between the two of them. Yeah. Just telling jokes. So that's why I think that was an exception. It's, I'm a really firm believer of being in the moment, which is why I have a hard time with photos, but I give podcasts a pass. Okay. I think you're creating moment, but it's also ephemeral in a way. Once the photo is taken, if you take another photo right after it, it's not that same photo. That's why people take, like professional photographers will take a series of, a series of them. You know, someone that you hire for a wedding will take a thousand photos. You might see 200 of them. I mean... During um, AXBL years, I agree and and disagree with what you said, right? Like the whole in the moment thing, right? And <clears throat> I remember there was a couple of shots. Um, Don Sutherland um, would send me the entire disc of whatever he he took of us. Yeah, and he always said that 
Chaos had the most emotions inside the pit. Mm-hmm. There was never a lot of junk shots, which he always had to like. Other teams would ham it up for the camera mm-hmm. or do whatever. But we were always so lost in in the game. Yeah. The fight, the struggle. And there was a couple of photos where I didn't know he was taking the picture. Or he was actually even in the pit. That's where the good is. And I'm yelling at at at, at like yelling something, mm-hmm. right? And you see Dave March kinda like off in the corner. And for me to see that of myself, I felt like I was pulled right there, mm-hmm. right? Or that one time where it was me, you, Kyle, Dave, and fucking Luki posing like a bunch of wannabe gangsters at, at R&M Paintball, yeah. right? And there was only two pictures in existence. One where, like, Lucas looked like he was grabbing your dick, mm-hmm. and the other one, you're mocking fucking Kyle for, for him being a douchebag, right? <laughs> Inadvertently. <laughs> And for me, those snapshots, because I have such a vivid memory of things, mm-hmm. it was like, it takes me back to that day. Or um, just pictures of us playing or us traveling. Like, I, I remember buying a shitty camcorder that broke mm-hmm. because Nick crushed it. Um, and I wanted to do, like, my own, like, you know, Heroes for a Day story because, like, like, I feel like out of all the teams in the AXBL um, in 2007, 2008, like, chaos was that no one gave a shit. We weren't really that great, but we had to really work hard for it. Why can't our story be told? Because Excessive was kind of, like, the same, too. Right. We all had our individual talents, but, like, we had to mush ourselves together, and no one ever fucking expected us to get as far as we did. Mm-hmm. So I already had like a bunch of music planned and and I saw I found like the memory card for it like before we moved down here, right? And I would run it through and I've run all the little short videos, the quick time videos and mm-hmm. shit. And it literally and, and also the it took the little camera took decent pictures, but it, it literally took pictures of like um I remember it was you were in one of the videos. You were singing. Eddie-o. Yeah. So sick of <laughs> yeah. So sick of you. Yeah. Like, like it was, it was, <laughs> there was a couple of that, uh, those, but there was like. I remember shit, but I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there was pictures I remember taking of Nick. Um, like he was kneeling with his, with his ego and he was just off looking into the corner somewhere. And focusing up because he knew he needed to get stuff done, right? He he had to get his mental shit together. And that one, I wasn't even aiming. Like, I had a little little screen on aiming the side. What? Huh? Aiming with, like, your phone to take a photo? That, that little camcorder? Yeah. And I remember just looking to see that he was in the viewfinder. That little whatever. Click the picture button. And it took a picture of him. And I got to find it. Like, um... It was, there was so much emotion in that one picture because like, it was a, it was a GZ. So it was, it was grayish and he was just off looking and being usual, like Nick Tiffany self, just focusing on something. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man, look at all this shit, you know, like, so I get it. Like I get, you know, kind of like pictures are 
open to interpretation to whatever, like whoever sees them. yeah, whoever sees them and whoever takes them, yeah. right? So I, I respect. Now that you told me, I respect. You know why you think the way you think, but for me, um, which has that like backlogged memory, like the quick time clips in my head, mm-hmm. um, I. I remember every bit like that. The one pic, those series of pictures where Joey in the CXBL took a series of pictures of me doing the crab, <laughs> and I remember that fucking day like it was yesterday. And yeah, there was pictures. a picture. You were in the background picking your fucking face. You were doing <laughs> this. <laughs> you know, so it's it for me. Pictures are snapshots that invoke memory and feeling. Um, well, the bigger... Uh, I do enjoy seeing them. And for the same reason, like... For the same reason, every now and then I come across a... Uh, I come across Absolutely. a photo... Of Maggie. And it brings you back to that... You know, that room or... You know, wherever the fuck we were. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know. I could be... Uh, I could be, uh, you know... Swinging on both sides of this fence here. But... Back on... I guess the boy on side of the fence. Yeah. You know, what is the point of it? You know, we kind of, we're here. I guess maybe it could be even a bigger point. What is the point of us being here? Okay. Maybe not what is, but like, I feel like there is no point for us being here. We just got stuck on this planet. We're here to be born. We're here to die. And we just live a bunch of moments in between. Wasn't it great? What was he living in? Like an existential crisis? No, this is how I feel. On some level, this is how I feel as well. You know, I feel like, again, it comes down to to moments. It's not really what's captured in our phone. I think Mm -hmm. it's the feelings that that we connect with whenever we see a photo. It's like a timestamp, like a like a, um, a watermark. Yeah. It kind of it, it 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 suits as a, a little tab mark and then you're like I see this photo. This photo made me feel this way because that's how I felt back then. Yeah. And it's the feelings that you felt in that moment that you're reconciling with or that you're that you're remembering with. You know, they they say it's not it's not uh, when you meet someone, it's not like the things they said or it's or, or even what their name was in the face. It's how they made you feel. I yeah. think all that comes down to at the core of who you are and how you make people feel when you meet them. Yeah, yeah. To me, these media sources, in a way, will never be able to capture well, that. Well, no. But that's that's the thing, though. It's like, I feel like either it be little funny videos or dramatic or, or gory videos like I watch and shit like that yeah ultimately it's kind of like a a downgraded siphon right right? so video would invoke I feel like 70% or maybe 60% Mm -hmm. of said feeling of the actual event and the picture I feel downgrades to like maybe 30 to 40% if you're not a an active participant of said memory. Taken. Yeah, if it's someone on the outside looking at all the XBO photos and as a GZ, they're yeah. not going to be as or, closely intertwined as they are as we are. Yeah, there's one picture of me, you, Dave, and Mookie. You see none of our faces. And it invokes a ton of emotion and memories. It's us in Pittsburgh. When we got our goggles on? No. It was just all... We were looking into the field. 
It was all our backs. Uh-huh. I had my jersey half off, half on. And we were watching the game, specking out the field. And it was 100 degrees at that point. I vaguely remember this photo, too. Yeah, it's it's in my room. It's yeah. one of those pictures that I hold dear because, like, we were the only Americans on our team. Mm-hmm. And it was just us four. It was always just us four. And I was like, that was the hottest, most physically trying day. Because even before we geared up, we were sweating like fucking whores in church. Here I am going... And, and and I didn't take the picture. Tara didn't take the picture. It was a Canadian baller's mom that took the picture. She saw just the four of us just together. Just uh-huh. zoned in and she had to take pictures of it. And that right there, I was like, shit. I saw, I, she, when she sent me all the files, I'm like, that, that brought back so much. Like... It was it was a terrible fucking event, heat wise, but we did what people didn't think we were gonna do. We beat Hogan's Alley. Right. So like I'm like that's fucking cool, and again like I feel like you're right about one thing, the if you're not specifically involved emotionally, watermarking that photo, mm-hmm. it doesn't invoke the same kind of thing, like like for me. If I see pictures of Storm and you guys playing, it invokes like a overwhelming sense of pride. Even though some of the stuff that you guys were doing in some pictures were like completely fucking stupid. Kind of like that one picture of you going in from one bunker to another, gun up, but looking at the scoreboard time clock. And I'm like, why are you looking at the clock? Straight up, your eyeballs were looking straight up, you know? Like, why? You know? Or couldn't tell you, but those I get it. I get it because it, and also as as for the existence, why are we here? Listen, we are just in the grand scheme of things, we're just slightly higher thinking boogers on top of another booger, floating in space. And who's to say, like that whole men in black thing. You know, like at the end where like our entire universe is one marble and it's in a right. sack of marbles for, for Some something. Some assholes playing with. Yeah, it's like we, you don't know that. We Like as much as we pride ourselves on being some sort of higher being like mentally and we're like, oh, Elon Musk fucking, you know, jerking his dick off to everything. In the grand scheme of things. He's got two dicks. Yeah, two dicks, <laughs> man. Dicks. You know he made two dicks. <laughs> You know, he's got a robotic one. He's in got his one ass. on his ass. Yeah. He's got one girl behind him, one girl in front of him. He just yeah. does a pump. One pump yeah, fucks like two girls. girls. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so, like, ultimately, we're all nothing. But the thing is that what I try to tell people that have that kind of, like, what are we here for? Live in the fucking moment. This is the other thing I was going to say. Now, when we look at photos, these things bring us back to the past. If anything, it pulls us out of the moment that we are in now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like everything that we possibly ever need, the air we breathe, the food that we eat, yeah. the beer we're drinking. Yeah. In this moment, this is what was called for, and this is what we're doing. Yeah. But there's something inside of humans that have the hardest time. Either look into the past for comfort for uh for memories whatever it is or yeah. we look into the future you know like the past what do they say the past kind of brings on mm-hmm. sadness maybe well we remember and, and then the future yeah. will bring on 
anxiety because of the unknown. The sadness comes from that time has passed and it won't be like that again. And the anxiety comes from I don't know what's going to come. On a side note, yeah, this... Don't say it's sponsored. <laughs> no, no. This bottle... Different? Is tasting different than this bottle. Whoa, yeah. This is less hoppy. Oh. And this is more better. <laughs> and it's the same beer. Yeah, it's the same beer. Yeah, but anyway... I didn't mean to pull you off track because I took I, I took a big swig and I was like, oof. <laughs> I definitely felt the hop more on that one, but this the somethings taste better. Yeah, but here's the thing: I, I get what you're saying, right? But ultimately, because of human beings' higher higher mental brain functions, shit, we tend to reminisce on good times when we feel bad. Yeah, it's we, a little blanky. Yeah, and and in regards of the future, we feel anxiety. When we are at our worst, we feel hopeful when we are at our best, Mm -hmm. right? But I try not to live like that. I try to tell people that have, like, depression and shit like that. They always say, oh, my God, what are my future holds? Nigga, live 12 hours or 24 hours at a time. Because if you live beyond a day at a time, you're you're burning yourself out. I mean, like, I know... By God, I know every day you sit down here when you're at home, you just hear me like a stampede of elephants running around doing shit. And I'm pretty sure there are times where you're going, can you just sit the fuck down? Like, just find a spot and just sit. I can't. Because in my 24 hours... Like, I, like, <laughs> I like hearing the squeak of the mattress. I mean, like, oh, Pat's getting up. Oh. Pat's coming downstairs. Oh, here come the dogs, too. <laughs> so I don't know what's going to happen when they come down here. I like it. But the thing is that with my 24 hours of visual scope, I have to take care of a multitude of things. Now, I know I fuss when it comes to, like, the food and shit like that. But nothing makes me happier and not complacent, but, um, like, just just generally happy about the situation, Mm -hmm. right? Like a feeling of accomplishment. If I get meals prepped... You guys eat well without having to spend fucking money, yeah. right? And I'm like, I'm like, like, like Hannibal in A Team. I have a plan; it has to go through. Uh-huh. And I, at the end of the day, I love it when a plan comes together, <laughs> right? And when snags are like the enemy, my my parents they they're always throwing snags, right? So like I always have the audible. My like when you I'm tromping around the house, it's nothing but audibles. Right. So I even threw myself an audible today. I don't need to make pork chops, but I want to make sure that you guys are good until Wednesday and then Thursday when I come home. Like I'm literally gonna call you on Wednesday, nigga. Bring the chicken down. Bring the chicken down. Yes, the chicken, you dick. I wrote bring me down on the bag. And when I get home, I can just immediately slow cook or something. Mm-hmm. So all this is going on in my head. And and that's why I don't live beyond X, whatever. Now, when it, com- when it comes to bills, savings, life, that's I a mean, terrible I, thing to do. Yeah, no, you can't. But the thing is that that's, my, that's been my fault always, which is why I always have trouble saving. Because at... Like, my, my mom and dad, they save all my life because, you know, they were poor. We grew, I grew up mostly poor. 
they save for 10 years down the line. Right. Right? I'm pretty sure, like, your family did that, too. Like, your mom was, uh, like, you know, yeah. you're, you're not eating hot dog my pizzas. Dad, my dad ate bologna. We already yeah. talked about this. Bologna sandwiches for yeah. four years. I'm like, you, you didn't... down payment on our house cash money. Bro, you didn't eat hot dog pizzas because... Because your mom thought like it, it, it was the greatest tasting. It was it was thought poverty would have tasted so good. Yeah, but you know what? We have to get Jen to bring home some fucking goddamn dough. So yeah, why not just stay up until now? Well, I I don't know. I think the dough would start breaking down. Fuck that. Okay, oh, you know, fuck you. All right, fine. Even the fucking fucked up oven that we got, still baking up. Fine. But like they think ten years down the line, but dude, with the way. The world is now living ten years out. Who's to say you can live that long? I would say the more respectable thing now is to live five years out. But on your daily, don't live beyond twenty-four. Because at any given moment, like I always, no matter how much Jenna and I get into arguments and stuff like that, I always try to end the day, even if I know I'm right, I'll apologize and I'll swallow that pride. And be like, yo, I fucked up. You know, even though, like, the thing is that with Jen, half the time she mixes a lot of shit up in her head. Mm-hmm. And when she says it out loud, it's one way, but in her head she hears it a different way. Mm-hmm. So that's what a lot of our fucking conversations, our arguments get into. And she mumbles like every fucking pothead does. You and her have the same fucking mumble. So it's basically you trying to sort out three people? Yeah, like, like, sometimes, like, and also, I think, like, I don't know if it's the chronic sometimes because you guys are, especially after you, you smoke up and after the whole munchy phase and you guys giggly phase, yeah. it becomes the laid back phase where, like, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to ascertain information and do what I'm going to do next. And now's not the time. And y'all just like, no. Nope. It's not the time. And I'm not that kind of guy. As much as I, I, I like the chronic every once in a while and I'll talk on it. At like once maybe every two years <laughs> I don't like that high mm-hmm. I, I absolutely detest it because I I can't I, supposed to plan fucking pork and chicken for the next two weeks what the fuck yeah I'm like I can't think straight right all, now all I want to do is just eat chocolate chip cookies right now like what yeah. is you're or, doing it right or every time like I smoked up with Jen it was pizza bites and ranch <laughs> so I'm good for the whole heart no, no. And again, like I said the other day, I'm a size 38. The last time I was a size 38... High school. I was in high school, nigga. That's awesome. And, and I was hitting 46 and 48 when I was in Syracuse. That's fucking a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of weight. But... I don't know. Um, I get it. It's all moments in time. Existence. Whether or not. Like, I feel like if you found the right girl and y'all laying in bed or in a camp roll and you show her all the pictures that on your camera, she's going to be like, oh my God, that looks great. It's going to invoke a flashback for you and it's going to invoke Curiosity. Curiosity. I want to go there again. I want to go there. Mm-hmm. And you're going to want to go there again. Because you took the picture for a reason. 
whether or not that day was you're trying to get artsy mm-hmm. or the fact that it actually took your breath away and you wanted it. See, there's a picture on Digital Dare like where you were, I think, on a motorcycle. Yeah. And you took a picture of a lake or whatever. Yeah. I've always found that picture gorgeous. It was boring on the bike. Or when you were ice fishing or fishing in general. Mm-hmm. I remember that one. So it's like, as much as I wasn't there, when I look at him, I'm like, this motherfucker, <laughs> you know? And that picture of you in the airport with, was it the Plan B or one of the bags I loaned you mm-hmm. or whatever, and you're going off a trip. Not only was this kind of promoting the bag, but it, there was a lot of composition in that fucking picture. As, whether or not it was on intended or not, there, I feel like taking pictures is a very artistic form. You have to think of composition, structure, balance. It's an art form. Alignment, yeah. You know how many pictures of that fucking goddamn plane I took? 22. And I picked one. Yeah, that's another thing that annoys me about photos. The sheer amount of time it takes to get, like... No, that's not how I'm feeling. <coughs> this is how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, I do. You know, so... That smelled. <laughs> but... That's the weird thing about it. I get it. And again... It, we all have these moments, right? There are times where... um. You know when we're not thinking about why, what's our existence here? It's when we're balling. Mm-hmm. We haven't balled in a while. So, like, I notice every single time we go and ball, that adrenaline fix, it keeps us mentally high. We're, we're not down on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And because we missed the last 15 chances to ball, we're depressed little cunts, right? And I've noticed, like... Progressively, every single time I come down here, every morning, right? I look at you, you look at me, and I got to take the dogs out. We progressively have gotten worse. Worse how? Like, more depressed. Depressed and having that whole existential uh, crisis of like, what's our existence? Why are we here? (laughs) You know? (laughs) And you go... You're like that gorilla in the fucking tiny... You're King Kong. Like, I gotta get out of the fucking cage. Why do you think I work out, dude? Yeah, but the thing is that, like... I don't know how paintball is for you. But when I go... For me to get on the field... It's that isolation ring. Mm -hmm. Where I can hurt people... And not get in trouble for Every single time I look down my my barrel and I'm I'm honing in on something I want to put a hopper into that person's face I want them to walk off bloody like that's my mind like every single every single time I walk onto the field to play I want to hurt someone because there's a part of me that like when we play you pain- know what it's like to be in an anti-sex <laughs> room <laughs> From 2001 to 2009, eight years, almost nine years, because you got to count the years, so that's nine years of hurting people every weekend, twice sometimes every weekend, 
to all of a sudden cut that off. Nine years. That's a nine-year addiction, motherfucker. There was one thing Buddy Bauer told me, like when we talked, right? And some of the bosses, Ross guys, know this about me, right? Because some of them are rhythm players. Mm-hmm. I've never been a nice, a nice paintball player. I might look chubby, cute and cuddly, harmless, but Buddy's like my players have complained to me. That you purposely shoot to hurt. Like down goggles. He goes, Pat, I've never had my players shoot down goggles. And I'm like, I don't tell my players that. I do that. I'm like, and I tell them, I ask them, buddy, you never ever told your guys to bonus ball someone? Or you bonus ball someone? He was quiet. So I'm like, same difference. Yeah. I just want to make it hard for you guys to clean your goggles. <laughs> so what if you get some gelatin shrapnel into your eyeballs? <laughs> this is what fucking paintball is. That's why there's not that many girls playing. Pony the fuck up. And I don't know what it is for you. For me, it's the adrenaline rush. Nothing matters when I'm on that field. Yeah. Like, the several times we've gone... You, I don't know about you, but money wasn't really easy for me when we went to go play. Never is. And I have to worry about whether or not I come home and the dogs are like, my mom's pissed off because we went to go play and blah, 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 blah. But that's the thing. On that field, it oh, doesn't that's matter. Worth it. Like, nothing matters. Everything's, like, I don't hear the compressor. I don't hear the, the fuck boys talking to each other on, the, on that fucking pit area all I hear is my my fucking heart mm-hmm. my breathing you talking to me because you know like your sly prophets muffle the shit out of you and I can't understand you anyway and you just you was like oh I hear myself definitely, you, definitely, you hear yourself definitely loud all I hear is so you want me to go to the corner <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I don't know what you're saying you got two got do you want to? you want to get some soft rolls? Get some hash browns. Yeah, but I feel like we've been on this weird slump. As much as like I got to go to Arizona, like I got to explore. I I mean, Jesus Christ! Now I know why that year you were gone. Like I, the whole entire year that you traveled, right? I was like, what is this nigga doing in a camper? Never knowing, like, when the fucking wheel's gonna fall off that thing. Or, like, if you're gonna break down. My biggest fear is when you tell me you were going to the Southwest. And I'm like, oh my god, this asshole's gonna be on the phone with me. He's gonna break down in the desert. Because he took a fucking side road. <laughs> and I'm not gonna be able to help it. I got AT&T. Well, sometimes in the desert, don't help, alright? I'm sorry. But, like, now I get it. Because like what, no one that I worked with when I was in Arizona, they all yelled at me. Why are you solo hiking in, in the heat and in places where you shouldn't? You gotta do something stupid every now and then. You gotta do something that sucks. That's yeah. the one thing I missed this time out. I didn't hike. I didn't hike. But in Nogales, there was enough mountains. 
That was basically hiking. Yeah. And let me tell you something. When you turn and look into Mexico, it's beautiful. Yeah. Too bad I couldn't have my can- my, my phone out. I couldn't, we had to drop our phones off. But it was gorgeous. It's a little bit of a fix. It's a different type of fix. You know, PayPal is, a, is, a, is you know, a very aggressive type of fix. You know, it's... Uh, it's a, it's a zen type of fix, but in, in its own way. But traveling and seeing this shit and doing some stupid shit, you know, sometimes by yourself, precarious places and situations, you know, it's another type of fix. But as humans, we're not really meant to s- sit, sit still. still. You know? I mean, maybe the whole gypsy life is what it's supposed to be. Or, or why, after watching all these van life videos, why these assholes are... The ones that actually know what the fuck they're doing and and accept the negatives of living in a camper or a van. Gotta laugh it off. Um, the fact that like why they're so happy. Because I always after watching so many of these videos and let me tell you something, I've logged about I would say collectively a month's worth of like thousands of hours. Thousands of hours. Of watching these people build their stuff, what's the best efficient way, all their views, all the negatives, all the positives. But every single one, even the negative ones, they're smiling. Yeah. Why? Because they face the unknown. They face adversity. They face, oh my god, I gotta start up a GoFundMe page because like this... I don't know why this 1978 or 1986 Dodge van broke down. Like, you know, it was meant to carry 15 passengers, but I put about a ton of weight on it. I don't know why it broke down. Like, those people. You know, like, but they're still smiling. You know? People think they want to be comfortable, but happiness doesn't come from comfort. It comes from struggle. It comes from being out in the elements. It comes from eating shit. It comes from getting beat the fuck up. And then after all that, you come home. You take that first hot shower. You're like, damn, I just went through that shit. And I just made it back all right. I mean... It's that. That. Every single time I've come home... That gives you solace. It gives you a little bit of comfort. Like, that's the shit that you appreciate. Now, mind you... I didn't necessarily live it rough in Arizona, except for this last time. But every single time I come back, there's nothing that beats that first New York City water hot shower. Yeah, coming out and drinking a big cup of New York City water. Yeah, and I sit down, my mom's nagging me to death. And like, if it's a Dallas day, I'm going to J&J and I'm getting... I'm getting something special for myself, yeah. you know, and I'm sitting there going, just little things. We need to appreciate those, but the only way we can appreciate them is if we don't have them for a little bit. But that's the thing. I feel like that's why we've been a bunch of little fucking vaginas. No offense to women. I'm not being sexist or anything. I love vaginas. Oh, I love eating vagina. It's just that, you know, you know, Jen's cyst problems. She always keeps me away from it. But anyway, <laughs> long story short. <clears throat> um, it's the fact that, like, because we're missing that rush, we're missing that ability to act out. You, Like, you and I, when we're at a field... I feel I'm since I'm not in the league anymore. I don't feel like I have to like rub elbows with people and talk to people. Mm-hmm. 
when I get onto the field, I don't know if you are aware, but the first point we ever play, I'm always away from the start box right before the point starts or whatever the, the, the scrimmage starts. Yeah. And I look at who I want to hurt. I literally try to pick out, like, okay, that guy seems to be, like, a snake player, so I'm probably not going to kill him. Mm-hmm. That fat fuck, he's going to stay at home or at least bump out to the first fucking nearest bunker. Mm-hmm. I might hurt him. That D guy seems a little confident. Y'all switch places with me. And that's it. That's what I'm thinking. I don't care about anything else. I don't care if we win. I don't care if we lose. So I get to hurt someone, you know, and, and what makes it worse is like, you know, you want to talk about snapping pictures in time, videos in time, living in the moment, like some pictures of head rush. I can still smell it in my nose. See, a part of you just, I just went over there. You just conjured that fucking head rush smell. I just went over there. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like pictures. I feel are like what you said. Pictures and videos, social media. It's either you're a participant, or was that other thing, or or you you're the person capturing. Yeah, yeah. Performer. Yeah, but I feel like if you don't have direct correlation to the memory taken, either whatever medium you decide to put it on, if you're not the watermark, it's just. It doesn't invoke feeling. Right. Right. And I feel like it's just self-serving. You're right to a point. Now I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I like the hashtag paint. Like if it's paintball related, paintball things. Mm-hmm. So I want paintball people to see it. Right. If it's my food, I, I'm really specific. If it's homemade budget food, I'll hashtag it budget food. Mm-hmm. Like I... Was really confident about that burrito, that 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 deconstructed burrito, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking tout this shit, you know? Like I know this shit was good. Same thing with the tofu. That shit was good too. Yeah, you know. So it's like, I want people to be like, oh shit, how did he make that? Mm-hmm. Like there, there's been sometimes people in the past, like just random strangers, because my all my accounts are public, so they'll be like, yo, how'd you make that? You know. And the fact that every one of our burrito bowls were $1.30 something. Yeah. Come on. People on budgets. It doesn't. It's not hard. Which is why like, I want to invoke curiosity. Um, if you're not in the moment with us. Curiosity. I want you to look at that, that sunset of Arizona going. That's gorgeous. What can I do to get some of that? I, I want to try. <laughs> because you know what? <sighs> If you're going to travel in, in the continental United States from, from January to May is the best time to fly anywhere. Because those are when the plane tickets are the cheapest. Yeah. Buy a couple of cans of Monsters, less cans of Monsters. Eat out less several trips. Mm-hmm. You'll have your round trip ticket. Stay at Airbnb or... or Try to find some place to squat if you have to. Yeah. Or get a cheap-ass hotel. Or rent a car and just sleep in the car that you're driving around the fucking city or state you're visiting. And stop 
being a participant or or just an observer of of other people's life. Makes a moment. That's what I'm saying. That's what life is about. It's about if you want to fucking go shoot guns, go shoot guns. If you want to play paintball, play paintball. Jump on an airplane, airplane. Tickets are See, really not that expensive. They haven't. Yeah. It's not really a big expense. It hasn't changed in the past five or ten years. What I wish you did when you were in, um, when you were taking that trip from um, the UK to, 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 to Bulgaria mm-hmm. was as, as Boyan's revving that fucking little dick <laughs> civic of his. Stick a GoPro out the window and just be like, let me feel how fast he's driving, you know? Like, I'm like, dude, no way. Okay. I would have been sucked out the window. Oh my arm. Actually, I did that. Yeah. It was on the block that we grew up on in Bulgaria. Stuck as a GoPro. I'll okay. show you a picture. All right. A video, actually. Because, like, I would have, as much as, like, I wouldn't have been there. I would have been curious of like a lot of places, like uh, the guys that I worked with. Like, why are you taking pictures of this shitty ass fucking? It's we're, we're literally going on like South Ten Highway or East. See, you're or just west. used to it. I haven't seen nothing else. And I'm like, I'm like, you see these cotton fields? I didn't know y'all grew cotton. That's fucking crazy. There's a mountain right there. And I'm like, yo, Pat, calm down. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is that a cactus? Stop! I want to touch it. <laughs> You know, like, I saw some different cactuses near the border, and they're like, yo, 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 don't, don't, stop touching everything. And, like, I'm touching the needles and shit. (laughs) I'm like, if we cut this open, can we drink out of it? And they're like, dude, stop. But I said to them, like, like, if I could have taken that experience and shared it with everyone, like, I feel like. That's one thing with social media, like Instagram or Facebook, more Instagram than anything else. People taking the slightly beautiful pictures, right? I'm not talking about the ones that are like hyper filtered and like it's a girl doing something fucking or some guy doing something unique and whatever. But if it's just like tree pose, yeah, uh, some like a scenery, something breathtaking, though, like again, if it takes your breath away, like. You need to share it. I feel like you need to share it. I agree with the point that I could invoke something in someone to do something. You know? Invokes them to get the fuck out of the house and go see something. You know, create their own fucking moments. On that point, I definitely do agree. And that way, it is not self-serving. No. That camera of yours? Those dunes? I want to see those dunes. I want to see those things again. And I want us to bring snowboards. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I I want to be I want to be faith into the sand, and you gotta dig me out because I don't know how to snowboard. Just two feet up, coming on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, as much as I want things involved, like people have to not just sit back. Again, this is one of our podcasts. Um, it was uh, a gangster. And the thug, coming out soon. No, you probably heard this already. I mean, this is afterwards. A gangster, a thug, and a and a thug. No, I only cut it down to two. Oh, okay. yeah. But like, go out and be doers. Yeah. Right. Like, if you if you spend most of your time, like I see everyone uh, walking around out there on Instagram or on Facebook, you're looking at other people. You're looking at doers' lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at puppies. 
<laughs> on Instagram. I love Shih Tzu's. Maltese. Dogs be doing. Dogs are doing. I wish I could live like Boomer's life. I wish I could live like Ollie's life. Simple. But they can live that life because I'm living my life. Yeah. You know, like he's he's always looking, I gotta guard my house, I gotta guard my people. I got I you know, like, oh, is that dead to bone? Yeah. I want some of that, you know, like you know, I am I envy them a lot. I envy my dogs. Because I look at them, I'm like, oh my god, look at these two motherfuckers. Fat ass bellies, laying on a fluffy big ass bed, fucking two meat, two big meals a day, snacks whenever they fucking want. Essentially dog pate. Yeah, dog <laughs> pate. This batch had both rice, chicken gizzards, carrots. I stewed carrots for them. Uh-huh. Right? And, and, and they're just like, nom, nom, nom. this is great, Daddy. You know, this is awesome. You know, thanks. You know? And, and like, fuck. Fuck. That's a great... I'm going to call them out, though. Sometimes they even be like, eh, it's all right. Be like, yo, I just baked this shit for you. You don't want this? <laughs> I mean, Boomer doesn't like cake. Ali asked for that, too. Uh-huh. Like, he smelled it all day, and that's all he was doing was whining for cake. It looks like she doped it off in the first 1.0. There's lumps of cream cheese in yeah. there. Yeah. I'll split one with you if you want to eat one. Nah, I'm good. But um, as much as, like, life is weird, and we all have, like, what are we here for? The only thing I can say to you, to you, you, you few listeners on uh, SoundCloud and whatever fucking outside media, second proprietary, dick munching fucking podcast listening software. We see you out there. Um, we see you out there, Estonia. Yeah. <laughs> Korea. Korea. Istanbul. Pakistan. Um, go out and do. Don't just take pictures. Don't don't just take pictures of food because like unless you cook it, or unless it's fantastic, like you know I've taken enough burger five pi- burger pictures. I don't take enough of George's Slovakis no, food don't. because that man knows how to fucking cook, and we need to go there and eat again. Yeah, I'm down. Okay, like legit. Did we bring the dogs though? No, I mean we can hit another Friday up where my mom's not around and just roll out to fucking George's. <laughs> Friday could be the eat all day. Yeah, man. Like, go out and do, take pictures, but live. I think I think that's the key thing. To go out and live. Go out and explore. I, I, I don't think I say it enough in uh, the Ayuka stuff. It doesn't take much, right? If, if you want to hop on a train, trains don't cost much now. Mm-hmm. Take a train somewhere, pick a spot, walk around, backpack. It doesn't take much at all. Go out. Hike, do shit. If you want to feel good, give. If you want to give something, that'll create in of itself memories. You know, if you're in the city, you feel like you can't get out. Two seventy five will get you out the door. If you want to give a super fucking uh, a can of Campbell's soup to someone, stack your fucking rucksack full of fucking soup. Go out, give some soup. But it's just about creating memories, man. Yeah. On that note. Check us out on SoundCloud, um, where you're listening to us on SoundCloud. 
this uh this Lagunitas. No, I hasn't. Huh? I'm good. Are you gonna say it's gonna be brought to us by Lagunitas? No, no, I, I'm kind of fucked. There's <laughs> I, two. I, I snuck in the second one on you. I've always, yeah, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I gotta leave another two beers in there. Yeah, I know. Uh, check us out on uh, Instagram, DKS Podcast Life. Um, I, I might start thinking about doing some uh, um, more Ayukas, but uh, maybe Fuckboy over here will do some digital derelicts. Look for it on SoundCloud. He'll, he'll post up on some shit. Got you. But go out, live life. Don't just be a participant, be a performer. Yeah! <laughs> Wrap that up good. Peace, motherfuckers. Yeah.